0: Ooh. <laughs> the smell jeff of fresh clean (laughs) rspn studios
1: yeah how do you feel how do you feel because i was here last week i was working last week
0: yeah i see i see you kept kept everything nice and steady (laughs) i love it everything's
1: in place nobody sat in your chair
0: (laughs) nobody sat in the i don't know i feel i feel like you're telling me that was it specifically I'm looking at it and it looks a little bit different, (laughs) but after last week's episode, after having meals and Van on, I I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad if they said- We had a good time. We had a good time. In the chair. Thank you, everybody. Especially thank you, Jeff, as well, for holding things down last week. Of course. It was a a very good little breakaway, but now we are back with another wonderful week in the world of the Alpsport with your favorite basketball tag team in Mm -hmm. RSPN. This is episode 10. Of course, he is still Jeff. I am still Mark. How's your, how's your how's your week been since I've been since I've been a little bit out of commission?
1: Week's been good, man. I, I had to take on like so much appreciation because you weren't there. Um <clears throat> and you get so much. So I just took your half and it was it was it was a nice week, man. Mills <laughs> came through. <laughs> Mills came through, he was excellent. Van came through, it was excellent. Um, you know, we we talked a lot of a lot of good stuff, good hoops, and uh yeah, mecha month has been fun, man. So it was definitely See, one of those exact- weeks. That is I, exactly. It was your idea. They still think that, you know, you're just doing this because, you know, let's be real.
0: No, what do you mean let's be real?
1: I, people still think this is shenanigans coming from you. The,
0: but no, no way. No, I'm just, I'm just saying,
1: dude. I'm just saying, man. It, it's crazy. But this That's is what I've heard. These are the things that are being passed on to me. But it was a great week. I'm glad you got your time off because, like I like I said in that episode, like you're so hardworking and you deserve the time off. So, yeah, we, we, we held it down. We held it down.
0: I've upped my conditions. I'm in a, a whole different realm of basketball <laughs> podcasting. I tried to tell you last week, you didn't believe me, but I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's yeah, here we're now. we're moving
1: different right now. Yeah,
0: It's here now. And like you said, as is the last RSPN of the month, our Mecca Month coverage, unfortunately, does conclude. Jeff and I have had some exciting conversation to be able to highlight and portray what has been going on between the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets for the past month as it has been very positive for the both of them they've held their own and stayed very high in the Eastern Conference to make their names for themselves in that type of cross-market media but as of right now it'll be a huge understatement to say that we are only just excited for this week's special guest yeah it's been a long time coming
1: it has it has quite a bit
0: He's one of the most notable NBA insiders around the league and most importantly, a long time veteran in the worlds of New York sports, whether it's basketball, football, anything that you would love to know about New York sports media. He has had his name and his hand on top of it. You mm-hmm. can check out his show, The Putback, each and every week on SNY.TV. And I'm very happy to be able to have him as a part of the RSPN yes, alumni yes, this week. Yes, yes, grateful. V. Ian Begley on with us this week on RSBN. Ian, how are you feeling?
2: What's going on, fellas? I'm so happy to to have this conversation with you guys and uh, to sit down and talk hoops, man. I'm feeling very good that I got to this part in my day. Uh, Now we get to hang. We get to talk basketball, so let's do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Thank you for coming, man. Seriously.
2: Oh, come on, man. My pleasure. I'm glad we finally found a date that worked for everybody and Mm -hmm. and, uh, amid all the craziness that's been going on. Uh, outside of the basketball world, the past few months, I know it was tough for everybody to figure it out, but we got it. We're here, and uh, we have some fun, some fun topics to discuss when you are talking Knicks, Nets, and everything else. Absolutely.
0: How's your, Me- How's your Mecca month actually been? Because as Jeff might might have. Illustrated a little bit there. There is a little bit of concern from those that listen to RSPN about my what's the best terminology for it. my integrity <laughs> on the term of Mecha month has your Mecha month been okay for this past month. Hey, I'm good, man. I first of all.
2: Uh, my birthday is February first. So when, when wait, then, wait, when time, they, out, time, time out, time out, time out whoa, whoa, whoa. Time There's out, no in. way. There's <laughs> no in. way.
1: There's time no
0: way. There's in. no way.
2: Before,
1: before no we, before we head on, before we head on, <laughs> what? what, My birthday is February first. <laughs> oh, get out of here!
2: Are you <laughs> I'm dead serious. He's no,
1: dead. He's dead, dead, dead serious. serious. February first, one.
2: 1990. Man, oh, wow. Man, I've had, I've had so many more. What trips around the sun? Then you got you. Had, you had, so. <laughs> it's all good. I'm, it's all good. I'm, I'm 83, bro. But either way, <laughs> what? That's what
1: amazing. I really had no I idea. Have... Aquarius, we're Aquarius.
2: Aquarius, I always get confused on the signs, but we're the same sign. So we are,
1: we are. That's amazing. I know it's a good sign. This was not planned, guys.
0: Not planned. Oh, oh man. This is
2: crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Now, 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 now I see how the energy has has pretty much matched within these past. I see <laughs> how this ended up coming together. Basically. <laughs> As That's the Capricorns kind of got out of the way now, now Aquarius are now in the building. And thankfully, the Knicks and the Nets have had not only just a wonderful month, but a, a, a pretty good season between the two of them. They still sit atop within the, the the best teams of the Eastern Conference, I would say. But both teams, although they have been trying to uh what is the best way to say it? Although they have they're they're still rivals, I guess you would say. Yeah, yeah, I guess
1: you could things say. Things are
0: still things things have evolved within the past week between the nets and the knicks some more brooklyn than new york just based on the things that we're going to be able to talk about this week based on uh their media presence and what they have uh, said within the past week as well as their games but new york city in general i feel like is just very excited for some positive basketball and in the knicks area they have so much to look forward to just on the fact that tom thibodeau has pretty much switched a lot of the ideas and a lot of the mentalities of what the Knicks were to be this season mm-hmm. and have made them a winning culture and have given them a, a much more winning uh a, a, an idea of winning within this past season yeah
1: that's what I want to talk to Ian about was you know Tibbs has that reputation of not being able to you know get the young guys going but
2: I mean right now he's doing he's doing a hell of a job you know what it's funny because Tosh Gibson right obviously played for Tom in Chicago and Minnesota and that he recently signed with the Knicks and he said something I thought was interesting when we talked to him um probably a week ago he said that one of the things that he had noticed was was Tom kind of communicating in a different way with the players and you know Tom had said uh, from coaching after the Minnesota days that he visited a lot of different teams saw how they operated both with how much they practice guys in between games, how to rest guys and different areas of of coaching. And so the idea that Gibson noticed Tom communicating differently to me kind of suggests one of the changes that maybe we see from Tom Sibido this time around, uh, a change that maybe he made from his Timberwolves days or his Bulls mm-hmm. days. And so you're seeing, you know, the young guys on this Nick team, some of them at least, uh, thrive in the roles they've been given. Emmanuel quickly comes to mind. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know if that's that's a factor in that is the way Thibodeau has has dealt with them. If he's dealt with them differently, but certainly you're seeing some young players on this roster, Mitchell Robinson, RJ Barrett, being two others, uh, thrive under Tom Thibodeau.
0: Yeah, I think Thibodeau's done very well in exceeding expectations here. Like there have been very good performances that come from the Knicks youth, and of course the performances that New York has been able to see from Julius Randle, where you almost started wanting to put him in the position of most improved for the year. And although mm-hmm. it is very early, I think the Knicks would love to be able to see some more discussions that relate to post-season as opposed to what they are receiving. I mean, granted right now is very, very good as far as the conversation of the New York Knicks, but post-season would almost be the 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 cherry on top of the cake.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, you know, it. absolutely. I mean, there's really, uh, what more do you want at that point, especially for a team that's still so young? So yeah, if they can make that push, it would be huge for the development.
0: And even though it's fairly early as of right now, just to be able to to entertain the fact that if you were in an area of postseason, more than likely you're going to be going up against the teams in the East that are currently dominating. As of right now, We've seen Embiid end up being the player of the week, and he's been able to to celebrate the the fact that he's been in many MVP conversations as of right now. Milwaukee's still at the very top of the East, along with Philadelphia as well, and that conversation of Giannis is going to continue throughout the remainder of the year. Then you have Boston, who has had some questionable losses in their six losses, but still third in the East and still very strong as far as conversation of eastern favorites and then you have your indianas and you have your brooklyn's and mm-hmm. cleveland has also been making a very good name for themselves in the past week to at least be at 500 so all of the next two under 500 as of right now you want to be able to see if that can continue going into these month of good games and performances but also continues it into a postseason that we haven't seen in new york city for almost a decade
1: yeah and i'm sure ian probably uh, agrees with me i think When you have those, you know, there's five teams that just, if they're there and they're good and they're, you know, they're ready to compete in the postseason, it's better for the league, obviously, from a fan standpoint. You know, some of these, like the Knicks, they have some of the most fans in the world, you know, a top organization, some would say. So, uh, yeah, it'd be be exciting if, you know, they they got that postseason.
2: It would be good for the league because, you know, just a market standpoint, more eyeballs on the games if, if the Knicks are playing in the playoffs and then. Obviously, for Nick fans, uh, it's been a, a six-year drought here and counting uh, for playoffs, and they've only won one playoff series <clears throat> in the last 20 years. So any any kind of sniff at the postseason, um, even if it's just a first-round exit, I think will be welcomed by this fan base, although there are some fans that would prefer the team tanks and gets a good draft pick. <laughs> right. no, that is. Draft. But, you know, everybody who knows Tom Thibodeau, Said from the jump, that's he's not going to to lose intentionally. He's not going to be a part of a tank job, so he'll try to win every night with whatever players he's given. And I think you've seen that mentality from players uh, by and large so far. You know they've talked about how they know they knew from day one that if you're going to to get on the court, you're going to be playing the way Tom wants you to play, and that's yeah, just playing with 100 percent effort and playing hard on defense. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to play. So he's held. He set a standard day one and he's held that standard. And I think that's one reason why you're seeing this club, uh, even though they're, you know, eight and ten, not a great record, but certainly much better than than many people anticipated them being uh, coming into the season.
1: Yeah, they're they're winning games. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you can look at it eight and ten. You can say, you know, below 500. So be it. But sometimes, you know how it is when you're at the bottom, can't win any you know, go through the whole year winning 12 or, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I definitely see improvement in them and, and, you know, Tibbs is obviously renowned and people love him as a coach. He has what it takes. So I think there's a lot of hope there. I think there's a lot of hope for, for Nick fans to definitely, you know, continue to, to feel like, okay, this is, this is a coach who can truly take us to the next level um, and has some, some say in free agency and those type of things. You got to have somebody that has that mindset who can, kind of hitting all all directions
0: and i'll talk and on top of that there's still plenty of time like there's still many months to go within the rest of the nba season there's still plenty of eastern conference teams that are also trying to make their names in ways that uh new york is still continuing so we see what's happening with cleveland as well there's going to be many other variants of that going throughout the remainder of the months so to be able to see this without that type of star power that i believe a lot of knicks fans still uh 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 a door for, I, I guess you would say, is something mm. that is is pretty interesting. Originally, I thought that a lot more would be all in in uh, certain star trades i know the big names that were coming in within the past season uh were some that ended up being attached to new york city one of them uh in my eyes were the the trade with russell westbrook i felt like that was something that could end up bringing some star power to new york city if that were to go through but you know the the thing ends up falling out the trade ends up falling out and moves over to washington but what we have seen from washington within the past couple of weeks is that you know you you Plug certain players and plug certain names into different positions where there are other things being facilitated and expectations end up not making what you wanted to see out of like a special duo of Westbrook and Bradley Beal as well. So as much as New York has not had that opportunity to to have that large star power, they've still been able to excel without that. What do you think that's meant for, for New York City just going forward?
2: Yeah, I think, it. you know, people look at the Knicks and then they see how the Nets were built, you know, the Kenny Atkinson years, they're bad net teams, but they were kind of building an identity and finding young players, developing them, uh, developing those fringe players into rotation players, Joe Harris, Spencer Dinwiddie, guys Mm -hmm. like that. And so you look at what the Knicks have on this roster, they have young players they're trying to build around. And I think to me, you're not going to be able to sell free agents on the idea of, of coming to play uh, in the garden and coming here just because it's New York enough to sell them on being the piece that puts a roster over the top or puts a ro- makes a roster uh, an elite contender in the Eastern Conference. You can only do that by showing them that you're ascending. You are um, you, your young players are developing and you have this young core that's ready to win. And so I think that's the best case scenario for this Nick team. You know that's devoid of stars right now. But if you show, if you if you make improvements, if you show that you have these young players who are playing well together, then you can show a free agent that, hey, you're
0: the missing piece. The name Joe Harris also is giving me a little bit of PTSD just (laughs) off the same performance against Miami (laughs) the other night.
1: We know how much you hated that.
0: Part
2: of the reason they ended up in Brooklyn was that they had the Nets had this young core that was ready to win. And I think the Knicks are trying to replicate that. I don't know if they'll be able to do it, but it seems like a smart strategy.
1: You know, absolutely. I mean, hey, you got to you gotta follow some type of script, you know, get some type of motivation. Although it, if it is a rival situation still, you got to see what's going on around the league and, and adapt. So, hey, if it works, it works. You just got to gotta get guys to stay there and play there, you know, and that's, that's obviously important.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for Brooklyn right now, thankfully, they were able to pull off the the trade with James Harden, where I, th- I think he has been nothing but smiles for the past couple of weeks. Just being able to be around minds like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Forget, forget the fact that they're, you know, two of the, the most incredible basketball players that we've ever seen. So it's the fact that you have mindsets that are a little bit more similar to yours that ease a lot of the tension and a lot of the responsibility that came from you know the past years that he had in houston as well the teammates that he had that might not have made it as um enjoyable to be able to play each and every night but we see the excitement that has come from brooklyn since that trade happened now within the past week they had two losses to cleveland which was a little bit concerning and you know the hot takes ended up coming out with that as well but um with that they ended up getting an incredible win against the miami heat you know bam had an incredible game but now we have brooklyn continuing to move forward and thankfully i think Kyrie is just very focused in making sure that they stay within that mindset of keeping everybody focused in brooklyn Although those those two losses in cleveland end up being some some pretty difficult losses you end up getting what we see from him on instagram afterward where he says that they're very focused on being on the main stage Uh, obviously the main stage ends up being the nba finals that we will be able to see Mm -hmm. in in a in a couple of months but he is so in tune with making sure that not only is Kevin more in that mindset, we've already know that, that that Kevin has two NBA championships, two finals MVPs as well, but getting James Harden into that because these are stages that James has not had the opportunity to see as of yet. And Ian, you talked about it with um, Marcus Gradney earlier this, uh, within the past week stating that, you know, when you're talking about Kyrie's mindset, it's a little bit difficult for people to understand and with that comes with a little bit of fear and a little bit of just uneasiness of not being able to conquer that mindset, but being able to have that at the helm of Brooklyn ends up being very important for them to be able to complete this job.
2: Yeah. And everything that all three, Harden, Irving, and Durant, everything that those guys have said since the trade, you know, they really said the right thing in terms of um, being totally open to uh, accepting different roles and, 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 you know, adjusting their games to fit one another and it being a process and, and, and nobody kind of there's going to overreact early on to night in and night out results. So it seems like they all have the right mindset going into this thing. And and Steve Nash and Sean Marks kind of said the same thing, like these guys are all here and they want to win and, Mm -hmm. you know, they know they have to make the adjustments to, to win. And and everyone's confident that they're going to do that. So, you know, with regards to the Nets, I don't think anything that you see over the next few weeks or even the next few months um should be cause for alarm if they let's say they don't you know run run off 10 wins in a row let's say they they win a couple but then they take a couple, uh, couple steps back i think that's to be expected because they're in the process of figuring each other out it's a new coaching staff but as long as of course they're healthy and and they're within and they're in rhythm going to the playoffs that's what really matters i mean the, the seating really To me, it doesn't matter as much. It's just a matter of everyone being healthy and and having a chance to play together throughout the regular season, going into that postseason. So if that's the case, I mean, this is going to be a very dangerous team to deal with. Got to figure out things on the defensive end. But I think that Mm -hmm. will come as they continue to have games and practices with one another.
0: Now, granted, we're going to be talking about Brooklyn at least every single week, not only going from the regular season, going into what is coming from All-Star Weekend that we're going to talk about a little bit later, going into the end of the regular season, postseason, and as far Mm. as Brooklyn takes themselves in Kyrie's position at least, hopefully being able to get to the promised land that he expects Brooklyn to be at. But one thing that interested me the most this past week was Something with Brooklyn that happened off the court.
1: Mm. What happened off the court in Brooklyn, man?
0: The thing that... It's something that we've entertained on RSPN for the past couple of weeks. Um, Our interest in the conversations that happen on Inside the NBA have raised your eyebrows, have raised my eyebrows, and originally just felt like critique from us at that time until this past week where things ended up bleeding into the athletes that end up playing for this league, of course, in ways that we have not really seen too much of as of yet. Right. A lot of the inside of the NBA critique really really comes from, you know, fans and, and those who end up watching this weekly. And they continue to be one of the the biggest things, uh ratings wise, product wise, that end up continuing the best stories from this league. But I feel like this last week was something that ended up being more detrimental <clears throat> than we would expect.
1: Yeah. I think um <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there has to be a fine line between criticizing a player as media and uh asking proper questions. Does mm-hmm. that does that make sense? I think that I think the Shaq stuff. Yeah. You know, it was the way that I saw it just outside looking in was that was borderline disrespect. You know, coming from I understand, like, obviously, they have Shaq has his own right to an opinion. He's in the media now. He's uh, an analyst. He's looking at the game. He's giving his opinion. But I don't know. He just seems grumpy right now.
0: And you felt it when he talked about his opinion of Donovan Mitchell. We've already seen what he thought about Rudy Gobert, and we laughed about that.
1: that. You know, that was like, ha ha ha, good one. I didn't really think. It would continue in this. Even like, that,
0: even that, I felt even that I felt like was was an area where people felt that it wasn't really th- it necessary. Was.
1: It was out of place still, but at that point, since it was still fresh as far as things happening, you know, at this very moment, we're like, oh, okay, you know, it's just funny. It's just Shaq trying to get his jokes off. But um, this situation, I feel like, is a little bit more deeper because is there any, I'm, his opinion, I don't think, was very like it's not a popular opinion. I, I wouldn't say.
0: And on top Um, of that, I think the protection from the athletes, the biggest athletes, at least in this point, ended up coming to Donovan Mitchell very quickly after we saw a very uncomfortable segment on inside the NBA with Shaquille O'Neal and Donovan Mitchell. He pretty much dismissed a lot of the critique that came from Shaquille O'Neal. But after that, you ended up seeing things happening on Instagram from LeBron James. And Kevin Durant, LeBron is is no stranger to any of this that has happened. Any critique that comes from some of our greatest athletes in the NBA, some of our legends uh, that have critiqued his career up until certain points of time, and even still do as of today. But you got a much more direct quote from Kevin Durant that, that stated that the players of previous generations should end up staying a little bit more out of this generation's, not necessarily business, but the activities <laughs> and the ways that these, that, the nba continues to build like these yeah. types of scenarios are pretty detrimental to the relationship between the athlete and the media and these are really right. media. this is really media that ends up being previous athletes but that's where i wanted to that's where i wanted to jump into these types of areas like yeah Ian, i know that you have been In many different scenarios and conversations between our athletes, not only in New York City and their sports media, but also within the NBA as well. How do you try and perfect that line and stay within a positive realm and continue a good relationship between the athlete as you have more conversations like this from a media perspective?
2: I think when one person does a bad job, you know, it it becomes a discussion about how the media, you know, at large is not doing a good job. So I I can only like speak for myself and I think that what I try to do and what I think all of our colleagues should do is kind of approach the relationship with a level of respect and uh, and, and certainly to do your homework um, and, and have a, a fact-based opinion if you're if you're an opinion maker. And so that I think that's part of the problem is some of the people in the, in the media, who don't have to interact with athletes on a daily basis or weekly basis. They don't have to face the people that are critiquing day to day. It's easier for them to, to spout off an opinion that really isn't a lot of times based in fact and is, is given uh, to drive attention to themselves and, and to build an audience. It's easier for that person to spout that opinion when you're not facing the, the coach or the athlete uh, on a day to day basis, like, Uh, reporters do well we did Mm -hmm. pre-pandemic so I think that's one element here and the other thing is with the Shaq uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, Mm -hmm. interaction which I thought was on one hand Shaq I I think that he would have been it would have been received better if he kind of went into detail and taught the viewer a little bit about what he saw from Donovan give reasons as to why you hold this opinion I don't think people would have been as quick to uh, criticize the interaction if Shaq shared some of the insight that he had seen uh, as a former player viewing the game through that lens. And and, and, and you know, so why do you think Donovan won't be the guy to take them to the next level? You know, give us, give us some of your reasons and analysis. And then I think that would give his, his opinion a little bit more credibility, a little bit more credence. Truly, um, yeah. So that's why I think it came off so poorly. Um, and I'll, you know, it's a, Shaq's an analyst and it's his job to, analyze the game but also he can critique players he has he has the resumé to critique players but also just do it in a manner that uh supports your points rather than just right, throwing right a label without any uh you know uh, analysis or, or fact-based uh evidence to back it up
0: absolutely now again you can tune into the putback each and every week on sny.tv as ian begley has these the conversations man about the NBA, as well as everything that you'll need to know about the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets. If you'd like to continue your Mecha Month coverage yourself, make sure that you are tapped in to the putback with Ian Begley each and every week on SNY TV and on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you subscribe lock lock on in. that as well to be able to lock in. Ian. It's been more Thank than you a so pleasure. much, we, my friend. We appreciate having you on here so much. We're glad to be able to have you in the rafters of the RSPN alumni. And again, from Jeff and I, thank you so much. For being Truly come grateful, grateful.
2: Song. Hey, fellas, pleasure is all mine. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to keeping up with the show. Uh, Happy birthday. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah. Both of us. Yes, sir. And, uh, and let's do it again sometime soon, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, absolutely. Sir, absolutely. Be safe, thank man. You. you too, fellas. Take care.
0: And to continue where Ian left off, I feel like he is correct in the area where it might have been a much less of an awkward situation on TNT if he did restructure the question. Yeah, but again, he definitely. is fully right where Shaquille O'Neal has the he, right uh, and the does. resume to critique
1: anybody. He absolutely does. And I think that's the that's the break between, okay, is is it shenanigans? Is it like his true opinion? Is this how he really feels? Or is it like, oh, this is going to you know, are people going to talk about this moment, you know, and it could be all three really. We don't, you know what I mean? Like it could be a thing where, Hey, I know that I can kind of say things and it can come off a different way, but this is really how I feel. And it's also going to be good for ratings. And it's a good topic to talk about for the next week in media. So, I mean, I don't know. You're right. Shaq does have, he absolutely has, you know, the resume to critique any player in the league. Now, how he goes about it, and how he says it, and how it comes off, is another story. But you know, I agree with Ian as far as you know. Hey, sometimes if you can give a full explanation as to why you're even saying this, instead of it coming off as like you know, a a raw emotion, and it almost—I don't want to say personal—but you know, it was it was it was strange.
0: It felt it felt like it because usually it's knee slappers, and you Mm -hmm. get the troll things from Kilo Neal. there it wasn't was a not any of that emotion that came from donovan mitchell and donovan mitchell again he already knows what you just said about my my teammate that just got maxed out for utah yeah. a couple of weeks ago now it's coming into my direction and i think donovan did a, a pretty well i mean a, a much better job than i think a lot more uh other athletes that might be a little bit more hot-headed do when he ends up just shrugging it off and says you know these are these are critiques that i've felt for for since I was a child, almost like these yeah. are these are things that are that are not new. And Shaquille O'Neal kind of backed off it a little bit and said, you know, I just wanted you to just wanted you to hear it. And um, I'm a big fan yeah. of your games so on and so forth. But that did not really save the situation.
1: No, no, I don't know if he necessarily caught it afterwards as well. Like maybe it hit him different, you know, mentally. Like how I should have said that a little bit different. I'm not sure, but in general. Um, you could tell the look on on Spider's face it was kind of like. I, he he looked thrown off by it. Yeah, like he's,
0: he's not. He kinda, he's he kind of smiled not for, he's through, he's through for it.
1: For it. Yeah, he kind of smiled through it and like you know and just played it professional, of course. But he, you could tell he was not anticipating that particularly. So it, it definitely was uh, an interesting setup, I guess. And yeah, we have a fine line, and we have something to to discuss when it comes to. Uh, yeah the media knowing what they what they do what they know and how good they are at their job um, and using that to properly critique and maybe not necessarily uh, make it seem so personal on that level because again i Shaq he has every right to critique any player he wants but it just seemed a little personal to me
0: and you start seeing shaq start back to well not necessarily backtracking i think he's trying to avoid the backtrack as much as possible and it ends up making it look worse Cause now I'm looking mm. at sideline sources and you see different Instagram accounts making edits, the same edits that Shaq had no issue with posting when he was t- when he was posting himself, dunking on Rudy Gobert. Now yeah. somebody makes an edit of Donovan Mitchell dunking on Shaq. He's DMing them and telling them shut, <laughs> shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> completely, completely upset. And this is, and, and this is, this is his quote in some of these responses and he's doing this all on Instagram too great to hate. Listen to what I say. Don't be sensitive. You better Google me. I know what greatness is. Ain't nobody playing done what I've done before besides LeBron and Steph Curry. I have G14 classification to say what I say. I played against and with the best ever. So shut your favorite up. Winchers me hate. That's funny. You better Google me. I don't think it's. I don't think it's hate. Again, you are Look, I don't one really of the most a- decorated athletes in the NBA. You are without. I guess if you wanted to bar the the people that go up for Tim Duncan and really have a big focus on preserving Bro, Tim Duncan's legacy, Kill O'Neal yeah. ends up being our best yeah. our best center of all time.
1: Period. But like he doesn't it's like Jet was saying, you don't have to you don't have to do this, you know? Like you're really the one. Like and when I mean do this, I mean like take it to that level of uh, maybe making a personal statement towards a player or even replying back to like people making these memes, because to be fair, you started this
0: and uh, his reply is, this is what greatness at the guard position looks like. And he posts a photo of his 2010 year with LeBron James. And right. Which I didn't is really like, feel odd until I see, until I saw that because mm-hmm. you can feel how you want to feel about Donovan Mitchell. Maybe say this is what greatness is at the guard position. And you post it, it, an it's athlete just that excel that exceeds literally all conversations in basketball, another, another, just about all conversations yeah. in sports.
1: Another player who is uncomparable, you know. And, like, you, and you
0: hold that to the position of Donovan Mitchell. It's, it's not it's, fair.
1: It's not very fair. Yeah.
0: And yes, Donovan could could always find a way to to, to want to reach to that level. But how many could, other could, athletes he could, he could have we be, had in previous years? that have not made that area
1: mvp you know we don't know the quality is there
0: yeah it could it could happen but who was beating who was beating mcgrady's ass who was beating vince carter's ass at that point in time as far as previous athletes that may have been critical of Mm -hmm. our stars at that point in time like these things we I, i i don't think there's many people that have that same critique and could say that for, say, Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady, and they are looked at from a positive perspective as far as opinion afterward. Like, yes, there might not be people that could touch LeBron James, that could touch Kevin Durant, that could touch Stephen Curry, our our hugest athletes in the league right now. But to be able to continue these conversations ends up being very detrimental if you want to continue to tell people, yes, this is the best sport that's going on right now, This has the best athletes that goes forward. The NBA product has been as best as it's ever been compared to previous years. To be able to have these types of areas week after week, the rules are being critiqued. The referees are being critiqued. The style of play is being critiqued. You say each week, I wish I was playing in the NBA right now would drop 50 points a game you tell some of the best the best athletes that are in the nba as of right now how much you don't believe in them because of x y and z without too much that ends up being actual useful information to continue their career i think kevin mm-hmm. Durant is right where they say yo you're, you're talking to not only grown men but grown men that have trainers that work on this day you have to be careful
1: like I, there's, I think, there's a fine line between you know being a 26, 25, 24 year old young NBA star, and having an OG uh, criticize you. You know, they may be t- to Shaq or to any other you know person. He may be a kid, but yeah. you, these are grown men. Period. You know, you know how you know what it is. He's getting his own money. He has his big deal. He's getting paid. You know. You de- you definitely have to watch how you approach these kids, how you approach these players, because we call them kids in passing because they're they're young and they're in this league, but they're still grown.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It just I don't know, man. It's a really really like weird thing because obviously you want to see uh, you want to see the interaction between. You know, media and player, and you want it to get real sometimes, and you want to see that side where they're talking about real shit. Obviously, Uh, but there there is a corner that you can cut that can really make everything go left, and you're looking at some real real awkward stuff. Which is, you know, it looks like one. You don't want the media like they're in attack mode, and you know the players in defense. You don't. There's just a line. I feel like yeah, that it's gonna, it's, doesn't shouldn't be crossed, you know?
0: I, yeah, I think it's a part where it's cool to be a critic un, until until things end up um, crossing that line. So who knows what's going to happen on TNT this week? Of course, you and I will be we'll be tuned in to, to see what the response is with that. And hopefully they have a further conversation on that from that generation, just talking to the other generation, our generation specifically, of the NBA. But we'll see. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back. Once we come back, we're going to talk about some breaking news that's going on in the NBA as of right now. Um, I feel like you did uh, – you know what? I feel like you did some things while I was out. I did nothing. That you did not make me aware of.
1: I did nothing. I saw I saw, I saw. saw your tweet, and I declined to react to it until I, yeah, that, I knew That's, you, that's I, exactly I knew why we're going to talk
0: about it this I week, because you your silence that. is deafening. Yeah, yeah. Your silence is deafening. And although this is going to be a very difficult day for many people that surround the world of basketball, of course, this hurts nobody worse than the Bryant family. We've seen some breaking news that said that they reportedly asked teams and the NBA to not hold tributes for him today, as this is the uh, one year since his tragic passing last year. But we're going to have some more positive conversations to continue the legacy and our thoughts. On losing him in this difficult year so stay tuned we are going to be right back it's rspn on the elite media group we'll be back after this
1: kobe taught us to be better don't cheat
2: me push it, push it. wake up every single day to get better today than you were yesterday whatever it takes better dreamer better waker better stretcher better walker better talker better walk and walk and talk the talk Better blocker, better sprinter, better loser, better winner. Just be better. Do the simple stuff right. Better form. Focus. Better friend. Better fighter. Better rider. Better eater. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Better leader. Better generation. Better nation. Just be better. Can you do that? Let's go. Back at it. Better player. Better shooter, better scorer, better goat, yep, better goat, better mentor, mm -hmm. better miner, major, mover, shaker, better skater, better artist, yeah, better teacher, better preacher, better believer, better first, better future, better hero. Again, better hero, better mother, yeah, better father, better father, better father,
1: better father, better father,
2: better 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 me, better you, better us. out. Better
0: all right, we are back. Yeah, RSPN episode ten. Mm-hmm. He's still Jeff. I'm still Mark. Shout you out know. to Ian Begley for coming through with us and beginning the yeah, an end. love a, a guy, month.
1: man. love a guy. Another Aquarius,
0: man. Ended. Uh, I'm still. I'm still stunned. I, as soon as I heard February first, I was like, "There's no way. Hey, There's man. no way."
1: just uh, coincidence all coincidence
0: now i see how things ended up gelling so perfectly but yeah, now yeah. thankfully mecca month has ended very perfectly you and i did not have an opportunity to, to talk last week
1: mm-hmm. we did but, not
0: but now but now that i'm back i'm just i'm just i'm just curious about the questionable thoughts that may have been <laughs> had on my new becoming
1: i feel like Everything that you've done this month is an easy segue into February first, where you just decide to absolutely lose your mind and your full—you know th- how you really feel—comes out.
0: And just a kind of promo? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. A- yes. abs- absolutely not. I'm on a different. I'm a. I'm on. A, I'm on a different echelon now of basketball. Let's just. Let's just think. Like. Like you know. What is a basketball podcast just in general let's just think about let's let's let's, let's just break it down and think about it
1: let's break it down scientifically then
0: like we (laughs) have done some incredible conversations and things and you know everything that has just happened this week has just made my mind explore different realms different possibilities (sighs) of where this can go why are you sighing
1: i'm just listening to you bro
0: we are two (laughs) divine beings that know how to take a sport as wonderful and as excellent as basketball is, and, mm-hmm. and granted, we're getting we're getting closer to Super Bowl time, and I understand things are going to get very very big out in Tampa. But throughout my time away, I just had the chance to think about our divine minds,
1: our divine minds. Where where is this turning to? As soon as me and Ian's birthday pass you're gonna absolutely go back on everything that you said in january
0: no i'm not
1: you're awakened you've been a you've been woken huh
0: take advantage take advantage of this knowledge it's being passed around it I, may not help Mark, that i was I'm around active. the barclays center at the time yeah see this is what i'm but saying but i was i, I have been like, what do you mean what do you mean what do you mean I feel, do you, I feel
1: like your energy for going going back to new york to see your family has just shit, it, it's tilted you and even because you knew it was happening that's why Mecca Month really happened. It was a selfish month
0: no. to feed
1: your ego because no. you're going back home to New York City to see your family. And here we are now in the midst of it. And you're trying to figure out, how can I recover when Mecca Month is over? How can I not say anything about the Knicks? And my you brother, don't this know fir- this Oh, don't, don't from me. My
0: brother, this could <laughs> be the <laughs> furthest from the truth. <laughs> I've seen Malcolm one, night in, my, I've seen me one too. night in Miami already. And,
1: uh, me too. And 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 you know Speaking of one night Miami, I saw one night Miami with my girl in a drive-in movie, and, and it was awesome. But oh yeah, okay. But listen, bro, do not Malcolm X me right now. okay What do you mean? Like you can't Malcolm X me. Oh, uh,
0: excuse me. I I went I went into my past. I went. You said you said my, you said my brother.
1: <laughs> as soon as you I said that into shit, into I was my, like, All right. <laughs> I went
0: into my past voice. Excuse me. I had to make sure that I continue to be enlightened even through our angst and our disagreements. We can still continue to be you saw the scene between sam cook
1: i, I and did X. were you inspired
0: or something absolutely these we have we have not had we have not had that moment as of yet but it is coming mm. this moment is on the way all right interesting well okay then why do you not believe me
1: i never i never said that i never said that bro i'm on your side i believe you so kinda. you are
0: on so you are on the road. Kind of our enlightened road, Kind of.
1: the enlightened road. You know, you know, I'm all pure like negativity, I don't understand why we got to do this.
0: You know, you can't spell the enlightened road without four letters. <laughs> what RS oh, is,
1: is that the next gimmick? Now, is that Think what we're it. doing?
0: Think about it can you spell the enlightened road without RSPN?
1: Think I, I guess not, not without it being misspelled. Wow, how long did it take you? To, how long did it take you to figure this out?
0: These are things that have happened in my mind as my time brother, taken brother, away, brother.
1: Brother, go get your money, brother. Sell your soul. What? Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, again, again, almost went, almost went, almost went outside. I will not sell my soul. Mm-hmm. We will actually continue to have a conversation, a conversation that I know was left out from last week. <laughs> something oh. that may not have been. Communicated. But okay, you know what? We can have this moment between two two beings right now.
1: Two two balanced black beans. Two
0: balanced beings right now <laughs> to be able to understand why you went to the NBA.
1: I didn't do anything. And that said, had "Bring to do the, with the All-Star weekend all-star to weekend. Atlanta." Look,
0: just 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 go ahead and tell me why. Just admit it.
1: I don't have any real purpose to having the NBA bring the All-Star game to Atlanta while all this stuff is going on. It wasn't my decision. If you think I did that, well, let me let me rephrase this. If I get a vaccine before now in the All-Star game, it was my idea. What? If I don't, I didn't come up
0: with this shit. But you're, you're, you just. <laughs> is that fair? You know What? <laughs> This is not fun. This is this is, is not funny. Because I know, because I know you're lying. I know you're lying. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying, I've,
1: I've, now Thankfully, for,
0: thankfully for that. us, we were in a little bit of a scary area with Woj for these past couple of weeks. I don't know. Shams has been. He's been working. He's been. Shams has been working. He's been I can't dropping even, some bombs. He's been dropping some bombs for these past couple of weeks. I can't even. I can't even lie. Can't hate.
1: Can't hate. Can't. Shams hey, that's has that's been working. Possible. Our
0: dog Woj is back okay
1: all
0: right said that the nba and the nba pa are discussing hosting the game in atlanta in march among the benefits of holding the game would be the ability for the league and players to support historically black colleges and universities and provide pandemic relief so they're thinking about playing an all-star game again and having an all-star weekend again they're thinking about having it at an hbcu in atlanta would be really nice mm-hmm providing pandemic relief however that goes that's going to be yet to be seen but mark stein of the new york times also chimed in instead of the league plans on having all-star voting this season is going to happen even if there is not a game so the best players will be recognized for their accomplishments in the first half of the season so even if we don't get a game even if they completely say no to having a game in atlanta and we don't get any of the relief or, or or the game being set up at an HBCU. We're still going to have the acknowledgement of an all-star game.
1: Yeah. How you feel? You okay with it? I I think it's a great idea as far as a, a, you know donating and charity and making sure everyone's good and uh, doing it from a level at it uh, um, you know in all black school. But um, you know you know how crazy it gets here, man. Atlanta still will be having parties.
0: I'm getting a lot I more. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more uncomfortable with this.
1: Yeah, it's not, the parties are not going to stop. I, I think the idea itself is good, but we're also in the middle of a, of a pandemic.
0: I'm already a little bit uncomfortable with how Tampa is going to be in the next two weeks because literally all of Florida is about to drive to Tampa. I mean, from West Palm to Tampa is at you least a four-hour drive. I am absolutely not going to Tampa.
1: Are you excited? Are you going to be there?
0: Or? Absolutely. I know you got the 100% vaccine. not going to Tampa.
1: Yeah, I know you got the vaccine already.
0: What? You, you sure?
1: it was part of your deal to go to new york
0: huh
1: yeah it was in the contract i know
0: the contract what 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 contract did you see uh, a contract for me it, to go
1: to new york city your your health insurance deal my with, health with, insurance
0: with, i'd love i'd love to be vaccinated health right insurance now. I had deal with
1: uh rnc radio is, is is the premium one. you got you're paying premium for yours i'm I am still on the lower level of the basic plan Unless- you got the vaccine already
0: unless i was unless I was categorized as a smoker and I'm not i don't think i'm getting a uh, i don't think I'm getting a vaccine at any point in time cap. soon
1: so let's continue
0: what do you mean cap
1: you made your calls man you made your calls to the US government man
0: what us what do you who do you think i am
1: Clarence man you probably wrote a whole plane on your own and nobody was even on there was I, I, it? I, the I, really, I
0: really i really wish I did i you really took you wish took I no did. pictures on that plane i wonder why who's taking a, i don't want to i don't want to take pictures on the plane Hmm, you want to see cloud you want to see clouds the same the same clouds every time everybody always has the same type of cloud photo <laughs> I mean what
1: you want them to do clouds they they do their own thing
0: <laughs> it's the it's the full cloud you, Mark, you, Mark, you, know, Mark, you know you know Mark you're really up, doing it when you got the full clouds at the bottom and you get a little piece in. of the wing.
1: Yeah, he's looking for. Uh, yeah, you already know what's up. You looking for the the aesthetic, good clouds, the one you're not used to looking at. Like,
0: exactly, up. the ones that fill the bottom. As soon as you be like, ooh, ooh, you you pull you pull the window all the way up, blind mm-hmm. everybody else that's in your row. Yeah, you and get gotta the gotta photo off. Experience. That was not. That was not me. That Whatever, was not man. me. Hold I'm on. making sure that I'm safe and situated. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is confirmed that I am. I am now safe, and we continue this new. We continue this new life, you and me,
1: my man. Vaccine,
0: divine beings.
1: I'm man, vaccine.
0: But as far as discomfort, no, I don't feel comfortable. I'm not going to Tampa. Okay. My, Miami's going to be opening up to fans this week. No, I'm not going to the Heat game.
1: Okay. I mean, that's, yeah, of course. We're still not on that. I know I'm not, at
0: least. They said, they said that in Miami they're going to have COVID-sniffing dogs, whatever that means. No, I'm not going to the American Airlines Arena. Atlanta's going to be opening up to fans this week. Indiana did it last week. Memphis, I believe, I believe is going to get close. If they're not doing it already, they're going to get very close to doing floor seat and suite ticket holders. Interesting. Cleveland was talking about it. And reportedly, Houston, New Orleans. or Well, Orlando already did it very early mm-hmm. uh, for the Amway Center. And Utah's going to start doing it, too. Like,
1: I think I'll be chilling for a while on that. Still. I am
0: completely fine with not seeing these NBA games. As of right now, especially with with without without Jimmy Butler, that's like that's a like, that's like, a like guarantee. Right, that's
1: a like guarantee, right. though. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, feel you, feel you. We're not talking about Jimmy Butler though. You're not missing any stars. Your team is is on its way. Eight and what's 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 your record? Eight. Are you
0: now saying Bam Adebayo is a superstar?
1: Hey man, he had a great game the other day. He, I mean, was it forty piece. He career, put up
0: career high against Brooklyn.
1: Was it a forty piece or a thirty piece?
0: 40? 40 pieces against Brooklyn.
1: Tell That's about nice, it. man. That's nice, man. I, you know, I can, I can uh, appreciate that. Did it without Jimmy Butler, right? Yes, without okay. Jimmy Butler. Tyler well, Hero. don't need Hero. Maybe you don't need either of those guys. Huh. Uh,
0: I think Miami does.
1: Let's just just go That's with Bam. Points per game is is Bam uh averaging the most points this year for your, t- for, your for your team. He is twenty points a game, five assists, sixty-one percent from the field. I mean, that's all you need. Get rid of everybody so else. You're, so
0: you're calling Bam Adebayo superstar right now. Let's, let's
1: go to defense. Let's go to defense too. Oh, rebounds per game, Bam Adebayo. Okay. Oh, defense. blocks per game, Bam. Damn. even damn on defense. Okay. I mean, he's leading your team by twenty points. What's uh, what's Jimmy Butler? Lead? What's what's he have right now? You guys are six and ten.
0: He's hmm. on, he's recovering. Let's
1: see. Let's see. Hmm. 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 Interesting.
0: Are you looking at the uh yeah, yes yes <laughs> they are the third to last team in the Eastern Conference?
1: That's cool. It's early. Yeah, it's it is very early. I'm only I'm only teasing. It's early. Sure.
0: The Eastern Conference champions will make their way to where they need to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. It might not be as high as the Grizzlies winning streak right now. It might not be as great as the Jazz winning streak right now. It may not be as good as the redacted's,
1: but the no, no way. You're right. You're
0: right. Are you gonna say how proud you are of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George right now? No. So you see the seven game win streak, and you say,
1: "I say, see you in the postseason." <laughs> <laughs> if nobody's late to the arena on the way. Oh wow! Can I say that?
0: I think I, th- I think I think it can. I think it's, okay. I think it's common. Cool. I think it's common knowledge at that point. Maybe he moved already.
1: Potentially, yeah. Potentially, maybe he got something right next to the arena. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see.
0: Hmm. Now, as we close things out. Again, like we said earlier, I think our biggest opportunity that we have for today is not to harpoon on the fact that this ends up being one of the biggest losses, if not the biggest loss in basketball. Yes, there are a lot of people that will continue to mourn for for, for a very long time, time about Kobe Bryant. But this past year has been very difficult for athletes, fans, and what's more, the most difficult especially is for the Bryant family. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, trying to be as respectful as possible um, on this day, obviously, um, because, you know, you don't want to be a selfish person when dealing with something like this, because we we were on the outside looking in, you know, as far as being a fan and watching him play and him being, you know, obviously one of the, if not the greatest ever, um, you know, you still want to respect his family on this day, 100%.
0: Now, perlakersdaily.com, the family of Los Angeles legend Kobe Bryant reportedly has asked NBA teams and the league not to hold tributes on the one-year anniversary of Bryant's passing. Of course, if you're listening to RSPN as of right now, more than likely you have already went through your morning media on ESPN or any of the sports areas that you have had conversations with. And it's it's, it's a 99.8% chance that it's going to dominate a lot of your feed with Past games, past memories, quotes, commercials, things of that nature that end up being pretty difficult for the family. And I think from our perspective, we could definitely respect that and keep things at a pretty decent medium. I think between you and I, we'd much rather have the the, the conversation of what it's felt like for the past year without Kobe Bryant. It's been it's been fairly odd. I mean you, you I know you and I play a lot of different NBA related games and just deal with a lot of different NBA related media. Yeah, yeah. And just being able to to see this name talked about from a past tense is still pretty odd to hear.
1: Yeah, it's it's still strange and I don't know when it will feel uh I mean I'm sure it will never really feel normal because there are times where not to you know I don't mean this like in a joking manner but like I forget generally like yeah. just honestly just forget that you know, he's not with us any longer. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird, weird feeling. Um, so obviously we want to pay our respects and and be, uh, as respectful to his family as possible. And yeah, yeah. You know, it was, it was crazy. I, again, even when discussing this for this episode and thinking like, damn, the year is here. Like it's already been a year. Mm uh i didn't even that hadn't even really crossed my mind until we were prepping for the show so you know it's 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 a crazy circumstance
0: yeah you're gonna see some quotes from of course kobe's biggest and closest teammates as well but everything that is in remembrance of him for this past year we had the incredible episode last year with everybody on rnc just taking in what had happened last uh year on that sunday afternoon around 1 p.m on january 26th uh it's gonna be embedded in my mind for a very long time how that Sunday afternoon went. I've always told myself since Michael Jackson passed to never ever doubt TMZ. <laughs> but that was one day just reading that headline that immediately I said shut up. And somebody needs to really check a lot of their information before they end up posting something like that. Right. And then the confirmations came and and stomachs turned. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. My nausea, my tears. Uh it was not it was not a very good afternoon for a lot of people. So, as we continue to 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 build upon this and of course continue his legacy not only in basketball, but also through football as well. You start seeing a lot more conversations with that mama mentality and a lot of the different things that he held very close to him as far as performance in sports and performance in life as well. Uh, We will continue to be able to have those conversations at the highest level, not only on his birthday, but as well as a day like today on January 26th, where we remember Losing somebody that was so important to the world of sports and most importantly, the lives of Vanessa Bryant and his wonderful children as well. So, again, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to Gianna Bryant as well as we continue their legacy. That's right. For now, let's jump out of here really quickly with our All All Around the World. After being vaccinated. Safely. Possibly. <laughs> First get the shot. Only three games on tonight. The only one that you'll be able to see televised are the redacted and the Atlanta Hawks at 7:30 on NBA TV. Tomorrow you will have a numerous amount of games with two of the ones that are going to be televised, being the Los Angeles Lakers going up against the Philadelphia 76ers. We talked about Joel Embiid earlier and his not only his player of the week that he ended up receiving, but also the voices surrounding his MVP campaign as well. We were able to see LeBron James and Anthony Davis go into Philadelphia to be able to see what Embiid can do against them tonight at 7.30 on ESPN, as well as the Minnesota Timberwolves going up against the Golden State Warriors at 10 following that game on ESPN as well. Of course, shout out to Curry for being able to pass Reggie Miller on the all-time three-pointers. He is heading for Ray Allen, very soon, I'm still completely He'll stunned that. That he was able to wipe that up so in fast. the amount of the time that he has. <laughs> yeah, but that is a conversation for another time. Uh, Thursday, your two games that you will see on TNT: the Redactors going up against the Miami Heat at seven on TNT, followed by the Portland Trailblazers going up against the Houston Rockets at nine thirty. We saw Demarcus Cousins having a very good game and be able to talk about getting back into a, a positive headspace of being able to have these types of performances. Following his great performance this past week, we'll be able to see if he can do it again against Damian Lillard and the Portland Trail Blazers at 9.30 on TNT. Friday night, you have two games televised. The Milwaukee Bucks going up against The New Orleans Pelicans at 7.30 on ESPN, followed by the Dallas Mavericks going up against the Utah Jazz at 10 on ESPN as well. Will they be able to continue their streak throughout the week going up into Friday? We'll be able to hopefully see. Saturday night, we only have one televised game. Our weekends are usually your NBA TV days, but Saturday is going to be the first abc night that we end up having there's going to be eight games that are on but 8 30 on abc will be our traditional los angeles lakers going up against the boston celtics 8 30 on abc and sunday to close off the week and the month of january as well you have six games two of them being televised between the utah jazz going up against the denver nuggets at 330 on NBA TV Jokic another one of those big men that are being considered for MVP conversations we'll see him go up against Rudy Gobert at 3:30 on NBA TV and let's follow by the Brooklyn Nets going up against the Washington Wizards at 7 on NBA TV so Get some Westbrook and some Beal action going up against the new three that's out in Brooklyn. There's going to be plenty of conversations that surround that with Durant and Harden and Westbrook as well. What will we be able to see on court on Sunday night? You'll find out seven at M- on NBA TV as well. And that's our week. That's our week all around the world.
1: It's crazy, man. bunch of bunch of great games.
0: With that said, I think we've done a really good job with Mecha Month again. Shout out to everybody that came through for a month that we have never had the opportunity to do on RSPN (laughs) as of yet. So shout out to Skip, shout out to Eldon, shout out to Meals, shout out to Van, and of course, shout out to Ian Begley as well for being able to cap off an incredible month for us.
1: Yes, yes. Um, Shout out to Scott. It's his birthday. Happy birthday to Scott. Happy birthday to James. It's also his birthday. I got a bunch of friends who are Aquarius. Happy birthday to... Harry Winks, whose birthday is February second. Um, yeah, I'm next. Malone's birthday mm-hmm. is the 29th. Um, Damn,
0: wasn't all the Aquarius? <laughs> why,
1: why, yeah, right. why is this
0: most Capricorn energy?
1: Yeah, straight up. Uh, happy birthday to Ian. I'm sure I'll talk to him on his birthday because we have the same birthday, as we found out today. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I just had to had to get those out the way. Uh, Mills is still after me too. So yeah, there's, there's we got some Aquarius. Uh, so it's a lot of us a lot
0: of us all right well with that said since jeff does not want to admit that he ended up setting this up in atlanta well i'll be able to we'll see not. hopefully through at, well as we are well, the next time that you will hear from us we will be outside the mecha month window we'll be we'll we'll be able to get some actual answers from jeff possibly <laughs> god but will jeff get what he wants and he believes out of me no because <laughs> like i said we continue this next month as divine beings. Hmm. Why do you not sound ready for it? I don't know what to say. You know what? Fine. I'll I'll, I'll prove it to, you. I'll, <laughs> prove it to you. I'll prove it to you next week. Just so watch next week.
1: We'll see.